Hello everybody, welcome to the ANC Real Estate Podcast. We are so excited that you've come over to join us today. Thank you for coming over here and always making this a fun part of our week. I think the podcast is our favourite thing because it means that Lorenza and I get to have a real good catch up about what's been going on. Isn't that right, Lorenza? Yes, indeed. Hello, everybody. Um, yeah, really great that you're here and really looking forward to having a good chat this morning. Yes, definitely. So for all of you people who come over here regularly, you know that this podcast is a place where we answer questions that we've been asked from everybody who gets involved with NC Real Estate, whether it's on the Facebook group, which is the best place to get involved with us. If you want to come over and join us, it's www.ncrealestate.co.uk. Click on the Facebook icon and that is on the right side of the screen. So I don't even think you have to scroll anymore to see it. I think it's just there, but click join the group and come and join in the conversation. Other than that, um, come on over and join us on Instagram or Twitter, but the place that you find all of these information points is on our website. So www.ncrealestate.co.uk. That's where you find everything we do. We've got a good blog. We are just awesome in the property world, I think. Isn't that right, Lorenzo? We cover everything. I abs- <laughs> absolutely agree. <laughs> yeah, no, we, I mean, we spend, a, we spend a lot of time um, trying to get you guys the information that you're looking for and try to give it to you in as many different formats as possible, you know, whether it's um, our videos or podcasts. Uh, But as Natasha said, and I'd like to reiterate, get over onto the Facebook group because there are people from all over the world uh, chatting about everything to do with property investment. Um, And there's a lot of things that will help you there. So get onto that group. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll be there to chat with you there as well. Exactly. And another thing I would love for you guys to do, please keep this in mind. Please rate us on iTunes. I would love that because then it means that other people think, hmm, they've got a five-star podcast going on and they come over and listen too. And the information that we put on here, you need. If you're a property investor or a landlord, you need this information. So why not share it with other people so that they can get the same information too? Great. So without further ado, what's on the books for today? So today we're talking about your first property investment, how and why Mm -hmm. you should do it. And I know you've got the questions. I do indeed. Okay, so let's get going. Um, All right, so the first thing is becoming a landlord sounds really, really simple. Uh, You buy a property and you get someone else to live in it, right? Yeah. It seems that simple, guys, and for a lot of people, actually, that's what they do. But the problem is, is that you can get caught out along the line because actually, if you don't know how to manage a property properly, you don't know how to look after your tenants, you don't know what to do maintenance wise, it actually gets incredibly difficult. And before Mm -hmm. you even let out a property, you need to know that you are educated in how to let out a property. And trust me, it's not as easy anymore, yes. It used to be that you buy a property, put a tenant in it, leave the tenant there, just see how it goes, kind of get on with it. No longer mm-hmm. is that the case. There are so many rules and regulations that you need to be complying with in order to make sure that you are successful landlord and that you don't ever get bitten by the things that can go wrong. Look, if you don't do your health and safety correctly, you could get fined a hell of a lot of money and not only that, you could go to jail. 
you know, and there's so many rights that tenants have got nowadays and you need to be savvy to that because if you get that wrong, you might not be able to evict your tenant. So yes, buy a property, put a tenant in it, fabulous, you've just become a landlord, but please get educated before you do it. Do not mm -hmm. just buy a property and think, oh, it's all hunky-dory, I'm gonna make a lot of money because also you need to know what you're buying beforehand. A lot of landlords, and a lot of people that come to me get caught into the trap that they've bought a property and they're only making, what, 50 or 60 pounds a month on it after all expenses. And really that's mm. not worth it. It really isn't. No. You need to be buying something that you can profit from as well as look after your tenants really, really, really well. So make sure you know how to analyze properties properly, get the right finance so you're not paying over the odds for it. And also that you know how to look after your property and really, really, really give your tenants great well-being when they're living in your property. So it's not as simple as it sounds, but if you educate yourself self enough, it does get a lot simpler. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. I think, um, yeah, as a first timer, there is a lot to take into account. Um, so it, 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 it is, um, it's, it's not as simple as just plonking somebody in and then coming back in three years and, and collecting. Um, but it, but it, it, it shouldn't be difficult. I think the first time you do it is probably going to be the trickiest. Um, yes. You know, when, when you really start to get into the processes and learning how to do it. But I think, you know, by the stage you are definitely, Natasha, it's become second nature, um, you know. And, and that's great because you have the ability to help us who are just starting yep. out because you have done it so many times before, which is puts you in a great position. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And let me tell you as well, it's a complete learning curve. And I've seen a lot recently where... Um, people are saying you can just read a book and then you become a landlord or you can just do this and it's really, really simple. It's not actually that simple because how do you know what applies to you? You've got to question that because you might be doing something completely different to someone else, but then you're still taking that knowledge that they've done. And actually in, in the property industry, there's so many different strategies. There's so many different things that you can do. And don't take everything on face value. You have to really educate yourself. Talk to people who've done it before. Learn from people who've done it before. Um, and this is this is what I say to a lot of people at the moment. Like I'm a university lecturer as well. People pay to come through our university courses so that they be can become a property professional. If you are not willing to put your time or your money into learning how to do it correctly, either things can go really, really badly wrong, or you just don't get the information that you need to make sure that you are going for sustainable success. So please make sure that you are getting the right sort of information and that you are willing to learn and willing to take as much as you can on board. You know, even with my clients, and when we take them on, they're still learning. For every property that they buy, they're still learning. For me, every mm -hmm. single property that I buy, I'm still learning. Every time I do a transaction with one of my clients, I'm still learning, but I've got the skills and the basic knowledge that will get me through whatever I want to do now within the property industry. But again, mm -hmm. remember that I've been in it for seven years. I've got a master's degree in real estate surveying. I am a chartered surveyor. I am a university lecturer and I get to do... I get to go out and research all the time. Like, this is my day job. This is what I do. I, I calculated it. I think I've put in over something stupid, like 14,000 hours into studying for this. So I've put in the time already. So when you look at someone like me and you go, oh my God, how do I get there? Well, actually, remember how much I've already had to put in to get to where I am now. And if you're starting from the beginning, make sure that you're asking advice from the person who 
actually has the knowledge, don't be just asking anybody. Make sure that they are a real creditable person who you can go to and go, oh, actually, I know that I'm getting the best knowledge. Mm-hmm. Good advice for a for a first-time investor. Um, right, the next thing is for anyone considering investing in their, pr- uh, in their first property, mm-hmm. uh, what are the benefits um, and why should they do it? Why should people get into property investing? Why own a place? Um, yeah, what are the benefits? Well, for, for me, I, I'll, I'll give you why I find it beneficial for me. Well, it's a little bit of extra cash flow. I don't necessarily use it for cash flow so much at the, at the moment, but I know that when it comes to retiring, I'm still going to have cash flow from my property. So I am giving myself a backup plan. And look, if for one month, say, um, I don't make as much as I think I'm going to, which actually I very rarely happens anymore. But, you know, I have that backup. Like I have that worst case scenario and I've built a property portfolio around that. I don't ever want to be in a situation where I'm really, really struggling to support myself or pay my own personal mortgage or whatever it is. And I know that my properties give me that backup. And yeah, as I said, I don't need to dip into it really hardly ever, but it's there as that backup. And it gives Mm -hmm. me that pension plan that I wouldn't get from a day job. I mean, I I say to you all, if you're starting out and you're in your 20s um, and you want to you want to have a look at what you're going to get for your pension plan, go and see how much you're paying into it and then times it by the number of years you're going to be in work and then figure out how much it's going to be when you when you start getting paid that pension at I think for women now it's going to go up to 67 or 70. Like I calculated mine when I was in professional practice. It was going to be £54,000. That wasn't even a year of my salary. Like, How was mm-hmm. I going to survive mm-hmm. in my pension with that? So that is the benefit. You are not providing for yourself now. I know a lot of people are like, yeah, I'm going to buy loads of properties and I'm just going to go on holiday for a year. Okay, whatever. But um, you need to be thinking of a backup plan because actually no longer will your pension pot provide for you unless you've got an awesome pension, you know, fabulous. But for people who are just starting out, really think about that. How are you going to look after yourself in old age? And you know what? Everybody's living longer, but it seems to be at the moment as well that you're living longer, but the ailments and the illnesses that you get in old age seems to just be awful like it's it's just something that I don't even really want to think about contending with so if I've got a backup plan or the money to pay for myself to actually have the best care I possibly can that makes me feel a lot better and so that is what the benefit of investing is for me but people have different benefits as well for some people it pays for their child's school fees or it gives them a little bit of cash in the bank a month or it allows you to go on holidays. And yes, sometimes I use my property income actually for really nice holidays. I love it. You know, if I get three weeks in the States and then a couple of weeks away in Greece, or wherever I love going on top of what I already do because I've got own a property, well, actually fabulous, you know, and those are, those are some of the more simple benefits now, but actually look at it as a long-term solution. Think of it. If you've got in you know, 40, 50 years time, a backup plan, then you are going to be laughing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so those are some of the benefits. And and let's look at the other side, uh, some of the bear traps. Um, so what bear traps should a first-time inve- investor look out for? Um, 
you need to make sure that you're investing in the right area. Don't just buy anything and then think, oh my gosh, I've made a mistake. And I've been talking to someone recently who did just that, bought a property when he was 25 and now has lost money on it um, and is trying to sell it really quickly, doesn't think he's going to make his money back, so actually he's going to be in a loss. He wasn't even making much money from the rental income either. He was only making £50 a month. It, what, mm. Why he did it, I don't know, because it's actually a huge amount of money is just really chucked down the, the drain that he's not got back out. And that was purely because he didn't plan for it. The area that he bought in was getting rougher and rougher and rougher. And at the time he was like, I just bought a cheap property. But just going out and buying a really cheap property doesn't always mean that you're gonna get the returns on it. And you have to be really, really careful about that because the property market can move. Obviously we know that the economy is in maybe not difficult times, but the economy is not in a place where it's just gonna go up and up and up. We've got a lot of uncertainty coming. So you don't wanna be mm -hmm. buying something that's not gonna make you a profit and you're kind of gambling on that in the next 10 years it might do because at some time, interest rates are gonna to have to go up as well for mortgages. And so the cost of borrowing is gonna get more expensive. So it's gonna have a knock-on effect for your rental income. So make sure that you're savvy to all of this because if you buy a property in the wrong location, you are really gonna struggle. And one wrong property, the, the first property you buy, if that's wrong, then you've got potential not to even be able to expand on that. So please make sure that you're educated prior to going out and buying your first property. Okay, and and really and really take the time to look into the areas. Don't just uh, kind of follow the crowds because they could potentially be wrong. Go there yourself, get a feel for it. Um, yeah, location is key. Location is key. Well, if if I had if I had uh, any choice, I think right now I'd probably buy <clears throat> the entrance of Marbella in Spain. <laughs> Uh, buy some derelict house and just make that beautiful and, and then I could maybe live on the top floor oh, and yeah. it's also a possibility that is a good idea I think we should all do that move out to Spain <laughs> well actually it might not be quite so good if uh, the uh, EU has some troubling times but again if it's something that you enjoy and actually you can continue to make money out of it because obviously people are still going to want to go to Marbella like they I can't imagine that we leave the EU and people are not going to head out there still. You know, it might just might just mean... They'll find need, a way. Yeah, it might just mean we need a stamp in our passports or something. You know, I I think, you've again, that's a really good point that Lorenzo just brought up. You also need to look out for something that you enjoy looking after. Because if you don't, you're not going to look after it. You're not going to want to look after it. And that is also... Not it's going to be a schlep, a hassle to get to you. You're going to dread it and then, you know, kind of put it at the back of your mind while it slowly disintegrates. I mean, potentially. Yes, exactly. So uh, that's another good point. And uh, okay. yeah. Right. Um, the next thing is, what would you say, in your opinion, is a good type of property to start off with? Um, let's say you've got nothing in your portfolio. Where do you start? Look for a simple buy to let to start you off. So when I say simple, I mean you buy a property and you put one family in it. Because actually that then starts off your, kickstarts your portfolio. Yes, it's not like an extreme strategy where you're gonna be making hundreds of thousands of pounds out of it, well you might, but um, not to start off with, but it gives you that really sturdy base. You want to be as risk adverse as possible for number one, because once you can show that you're a good landlord and that it works, your borrowing potential widens. And that's what you need to mm -hmm. be doing. Buy something that is easy to maintain, easy to let out, really like 
kind of a nice-ish area that is going to keep going up. And whether you buy a flat or a house or whatever it is, leasehold or freehold, it's completely up to you. But that's what I suggest you do, buy something simple to start off with. And that doesn't mean that second, third, fourth property, you can't get more complicated and, and try other strategies. But I think to start off with, just make sure you've got a sturdy base because that is what you're going to be building the rest of your portfolio on. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Um, and then the last thing is, you know, kind of where does one start? I've got an interest and I want to get started. And I, I saw on the Facebook um, group on Property Investment Mastery, um, th there were a couple of people just saying, oh, everybody looks, you know, everybody sounds so professional. Everybody's got one or two or three or 10 properties. And they're talking about a whole lot of complicated things. And I just don't know what I'm doing. So, um, I think it can be daunting and um, and hard to tr uh, hard, hard to know who to trust, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, okay, I've got my eye on something um, on a place that I want, and I've got some kind of idea, and I'm feeling geared to go. How do I start? What are the first steps? The first steps are with everything is to make sure that you're getting the right kind of advice. And I think for every first-time investor who wants to do it properly and wants to make sure that they are putting in place a plan that they can use sustainably going forward, make sure that you're getting some good advice as well. Speak to, speak to experts. I mean, speak to me if you want. You're more than welcome to come in and learn with us at NC Real Estate and, you know, become one of our clients and, and really come through our programs with us. And I will teach you exactly what you need to do to be a real great investor. But make sure that you're putting money and time aside for this. Don't expect that everything comes for free because unfortunately it doesn't. Well, fortunately as well, you know, your, your education is an investment. It's always going to be. If you want people to spend time mm. with you and really give you that personal service, then you do have to pay for that. Um, but that's not a bad thing because any education that you get in the property industry, you can deduct from your rental income. So it means that it's a very tax efficient way of disposing of a little bit of money like that's mm -hmm. simple as so be prepared for that and you know come along with us if you want to if you if you like how we bring put things across and you really enjoy talking to us and listening to what we do then please come and work with us don't ever feel like oh my god I've not bought any property before and you know NC's not going to let me on her program or not going to no it's not like that I I firmly believe in an open industry for everybody and that everybody should be given the same information. So if that is you, then do get in contact with me. Um, but also start having a look at your, your credit checks as well and your, your borrowing power. So I would speak to a mortgage broker and make sure that you can borrow because obviously if you can't at the moment, you need to improve your credit rating, then you're gonna have to work on that prior to getting money and that kind of thing. So just, just really take your time with it, make sure that you're getting the right information Make sure that you can get finance, make sure that you have a bit of savings lined up and that you know where you're getting your funding from. And that's very important as well. And I'd say that's the best place to start. And if you want us to help with that and come over and join NC Real Estate, then do contact me, natasha at ncrealestate.co.uk, because I can help you with that as well. Okay, great. Great, Natasha. Um, I think that's a first, that's a nice uh, kind of introduction to the very, very, very basics. Um, and then don't forget as well that uh, we have got a whole lot of videos that we've got up on YouTube on, our, on the NC Real Estate YouTube channel. Um, and those are really, really great for, for 
just picking up a feeling about where you're going, what do you want to do? And so also some great topics like the, the you know, how to find the right location, for example. Yeah. Um, but I think most important is get into a community of people who are in the same position as you and who have also, um, you know, gone through what you've already been through Um, and come and so come on onto the Facebook group and start asking questions and and you'll see that you know you're going to get some really great responses people are becoming increasingly active on the group and um, yeah from my side I'm really really proud to say that uh, it's because of our great content and and um, and what we're doing and also the great members so thanks a lot to all of the you know all of you that are members already and uh, to those of you who aren't and are wanting to start your property investment journey, get on there. Yes, (laughs) I agree. I agree. So to all the links to all of this are on our website. So head to www.ncrealestate.co.uk and you will find everything over there. You'll also find our contact details, but do email me Natasha at ncrealestate.co.uk or Lorenza, which is property at ncrealestate.co.uk. We are here to support you. So please get in contact with us. And I think that brings us to the end of this week's podcast, but we've loved having you over here with us. Thank you for joining us this week. Remember to rate us on iTunes. Seriously, we'd love that. We really would. And don't forget to tune in. We always release these on a Tuesday. As we said, it's the highlight of our week. So we love having you over here and we're here to provide you with the very best information. Right. Excellent. Thanks a lot, everybody. Thank you for coming over and listening with us and we'll see you again next week.